Hey everybody, I'm Mike D. This is Carly B. This week on Hunting Truths, we're going to talk about small game hunting. We've had a few people reach out and with our squirrel competition coming up for Safari Club Flint on January 20th, this week we're going to speak a little bit about small game, specifically squirrels. Um, we'll get into rabbits and, and some other little stuff, but um, go ahead and kick us off, Carly. How are yeah, you? Doing good. I'm excited. Perfect. So I've never been squirrel hunting. Okay. Helping set up the whole event. We're sponsoring it, but I've yeah. never been squirrel hunting. It's been exciting for me. I've been fielding a lot of phone calls about the event. Yeah. Uh, and I've had, been able to give some advice, but I definitely want to have this as a resource for anyone else who's a first time squirrel hunter. Absolutely. You know, they can kind of turn to us and, and figure out how to get started. So Mike, for anyone who's signing up or interested in just going out by themselves in the field, um, step one for squirrel hunting. Squirrel business, as we've been <laughs> squirrel, calling it lately. Squirrel the squirrel business. <laughs> we didn't realize the squirrel situation was so serious. Very. <laughs> We're getting, we got guys reaching out, talking to us about people trying to cheat at squirrel tournament. I mean, like I never knew somebody would dip a squirrel in water and try to make it more heavy like seriously we're getting but, educated on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're definitely getting educated but let's 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 talk about how to get involved so um with squirrel hunting let's talk about caliber something that typically people will use is like um a 410 shotgun okay um you know smaller caliber caliber and then uh the 22 long rifle which is just a small small bullet 22 um most people understand what a 22 is especially if they're new um just a 22 okay um some people take out a 20 gauge or a 12 gauge and you could but you might want to lighten up on the load a little bit just so you don't tear them up and so they're you're not taking as much of a chance of biting down on a bb or right. a piece of steel shot or whatever you're using typically it's lead um okay. That you're so, buying. interesting because I've had some people asking me questions, right? Yeah. And I'm like, by no means am I the expert yeah. here, but um, I'm helping trying to get stuff going and get new people involved. And I was like, oh my God, Art, let me make sure before I tell anybody anything that I read all the hunting regulations. Yeah, and absolutely. We've the, been on that road lately. <laughs> and I went through the small game regulations for the state of Michigan. Yeah. And it was funny because I actually talked to some DNR officers and I mm -hmm. said, there's no list of what you can and cannot use. There isn't. So like, there's not even a starting point. So that was really interesting to me. I'm like, okay, like, am I allowed to use a 12 gauge? Am I allowed to use a 22? Like mm -hmm. what, what are the parameters? And it's nothing like evidently you're allowed to use a slingshot. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. It lists out slingshot, but it doesn't tell me what rifle I can use or what, yeah. or what shotgun. So um, it was interesting. And I, I was really happy about it, right? Like the whole concept and one of the things that I know is going to be happening at the event is making sure that you're going out to harvest a small game with the intent to consume it. Correct. So like you kind of just said, for anybody who's, you know, newer, if they're thinking of using a shotgun, we're... A 410 or a 20, great, 20 gauge is what I, what I suggest. If you're going to use a 12 gauge or even if any of you got some 16 gauges, that's not really a common thing. Um, if you got anything like that, just, you know, maybe use number sixes. Um, for shot size. Yeah, for shot size. And open up that choke a little bit, you know, use an improved cylinder type choke and, and make sure that you're not shooting them at close range and blowing them to pieces and, you know, be humane about it. Um, I like a 410. I like a 20 gauge kind of, um, you know, a lot of guys like that, them 17s. 
Okay. Um, as far as what's so that legal, was something I didn't know anything really about. Was uh, one of the DNR officers said a twenty-two yeah. or seventeen HMR? Tell me what that is. We can do a whole segment on 17s. <laughs> so what's like the what's the difference between a 22 and a 17? I guess. Um, your 17 is going to be a lot more feet per second. Okay. Um, it's going to do more damage. You're going to be able to shoot from a farther distance. Um, it's it's just it's a lot more round, really, to be honest with you. Okay. So okay. There's so. a lot more. There's a lot more oomph behind that round. There's more energy downrange. Okay. So 22 is still going to get you in the door. Yeah, 22 is plenty for a squirrel. Typically, a squirrel shot is 20 yards, 40 yards. You know, you can shoot up to 100 yards. I mean, if you're sneaking through some oaks, a lot of times, you know, they're where the acorns are at or near cornfields, mm-hmm. and you're sneaking up, you know, you can you can definitely take farther shots. And guys will argue, oh, you know, I shoot squirrels at two or 300 yards, whatever, big guy. <laughs> But, you know, typically when you're squirrel hunting, I've personally found in my talking to my friends, it's usually like a 40 yard to 60, 70 yard type of thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, it was the DNR. They were kind of funny. They were like, you could use whatever you want, but well, you're going to blow but then the they'll smithereens. Re- you in know, Michigan, they'll refer you back to look at the zone you're hunting. So mm-hmm. the the south zone there's only certain cali- there's caliber restrictions mm-hmm. and then as you move into the z- the middle zone you can use your center fire and yeah. i'm i'm not law enforcement never gonna be yeah and i'm not trying to tell people what the laws are um but that's i think what they would refer to sure yeah so i i appreciated that because i'm like it's so vague yeah. that i didn't even know where to start so yeah. i'll probably be going out with either my 22 mm-hmm. or 20 gauge with you're thinking like six shot yeah yeah absolutely six shot is great um a lot of people i actually with my my son and then as um my daughter's growing up i actually have a 22 410 over and under which Ooh. is which is a a very um popular you know old what i call old school rabbit and squirrel gun cool yeah so which is really neat. It gives you that option. Yeah. It gives you a little variety. So. Well, and I think that is. That's what we donated. That's what we donated yeah. to the upcoming squirrel hunt. Yeah. So anyone who's participating, that is going to be one of the main prizes uh, at the tournament this uh, January 20th. So, Saturday. Yep. So come on out. That's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. And you can win that combo gun, yeah. which I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn, that'd yeah. be awesome. I think it's great. Um we're going to have uh, Greenway Outdoors is going to be there. Yep. Um, we got a ton of people coming out to help. We want people involved. It's Carly and I are of the opinion that it's going to build a lot of community, a lot of community. It's a great way to get started in the yeah. outdoors at a small scale yes. and just learn and get around some people that, that want to help each other. Yeah. I think it's a, not an intimidating way. We've learned that there's some people who are like evidently diehard squirrel yeah. hunters and for these tournaments, but we're also trying to make it fun, yeah. make it inclusive. We've got overall division, women's division, and the youth, so that's going to be really encompassing, mm-hmm. um, give people more opportunities to win some stuff. We're going to have some great prizes. It's going to be a ton of fun, and you know that was one of the big reasons I wanted to have this conversation. I'm like, yeah. you know, um, I've never done it. You know, we're all beginners at, uh, in something at some point in our lives. Absolutely. You know, so this, I might, I, you know, I've hunted a few things in my life at this point, but I've never hunted a squirrel. Yeah. So it's exciting. I'm excited to learn. I had the same question as a lot of the people that have reached out to me, you know, what the heck do I use? Mm-hmm. So very good to know, you know, the 
uh, uh, weapons Ruger, that we've kind yeah, of talked about. Ruger twenty two long rifle is is a staple. Uh, there's so many different calibers and different gun manufacturers, but you know a twenty two, a four ten, a twenty gauge, seventeen yeah. are probably your most common. I would say. I heard an interesting. I'm, I'm sure thing. I'm missing something, yeah. and somebody's going to correct me, but. God bless you. <laughs> I heard an interesting thing, which uh, tell me if you're kind of of the same mindset that most people use 22s when there are not leaves on the trees, but they'll use shotguns when there are leaves on the trees. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Is There's that... different thoughts on that. Yeah. Okay. So you can penetrate and, and get that shot up there when there, when there's leaves and stuff, it is a little bit more challenging getting them things sometimes. And if you kind of know it's in behind, you know, mm -hmm. you can bust through that a little easier if you can't focus with your sights with the yeah. 22. Yeah. I'd never thought about that. And I was like, ah, kind of an interesting idea if you're doing it more of like a, a not like year round, but for the whole season. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is kind of like the, the shots we're going to see again, I've never squirrel hunted. So that's one thing that I'm always kind of nervous about. I'm like, you know, yeah. deer, like, you know, they're like, you know, grunt at I don't think I'm going to be yeah. grunting at a squirrel. No. So <laughs> there are squirrel calls. Oh, there's squirrel dogs. I mean, there's many ways you can change the squirrel business. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very serious actually. And it, it's actually really cool. Okay. Um, so beginner to the squirrel, beginner business. to the squirrel business. Uh, my grandfather taught me to use a 22 first and foremost, as much as you can, because you're going to waste less meat. Okay. And I was brought up of the fact that anything you kill, you eat, you clean, you eat. You and we're, know, we're wasting less meat because we're sh shooting them in the head. Yeah, correct? because you're shooting, essentially, you're going to shoot a squirrel in the head with a 22. Okay. And then everything else, there won't be any damage. Nothing will be bloodshot. You know, there yeah. won't be any, you know, bad damage or anything to the meat. Sure. And okay. I'm not... I'm not trying to come off like if you shoot them with a shotgun, you're going to ruin the meat. You just, you got to take an extra minute, understand what you're doing. If you get close with a shotgun, you could tear them up pretty good. Yeah. And miss out on some of that, that meat. And it's really, it's, it's good. I'm excited. Yeah. I love eating rabbits. So. Yeah. Squirrel's one. awesome yeah. too if you do it right. Yeah, I'm excited um, to give it a whirl. So yeah, absolutely. I'll be following up with everybody. We're going to give some recipes <laughs> yep. out and I'll let you guys know how it goes. Yeah, for sure. We're going to hand out some recipes at the at the event. At We're going to have a station that's for cleaning squirrels. We're going to show people how to clean them. You got to take them all home with you, but we'll show you how to clean them and then give out some recipe cards for you know what I've yeah. heard are tried and true. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, for any of you interested in getting in the outdoors and learning. Um, learning how to small game hunt. Squirrel hunting is a great way to start. We're going to be at uh, Rolls Mechanical yep. in Fenton, Michigan, Jan Saturday, January 20th. Check-in is going to start at 8, uh, between 8 and 9. At 9 o'clock, we're going to go ahead and launch everybody. And then at 4 o'clock, we're going to start weighing everybody back in. Best five squirrels. And uh, we're going to give away some cool prizes, build some community, and, and get some more people involved in the outdoors. And that's what this is all about for you yeah. and I. Absolutely. 100%. I'm excited. Um, I actually got a mentee, and I'm like, look, it's my first time squirrel hunting, but I've got gear, access, awesome. and some basic know-how. We're picking yeah. up more tonight, but um, I'm excited because I'm like, you know, I've got, I've, I'm taking out a person who's never hunted. 
ever before. Yeah. And they were like, I feel like I can kill a squirrel. I'm like, mm -hmm. hell yeah, let's give it a whirl. Yeah. I'm like, let's do it. So it's kind of cool. So I encourage everybody, um, you know, even if you don't feel like you're an expert at it, you've never won one of these tournaments before, invite someone out, invite a friend. It's a good entry level hunting opportunity. Uh, it's going to be really, really fun. So. It's going to be a ton of fun. Circling back, what are the shots that I can expect? Okay, so they're going to, when you approach squirrels and they get scared, they're going to run as typically, they're going to run up them trees and try to get to where they can't be seen. So they're going to go to the opposite side of the tree where they feel danger. They're going to go as high in the tree. They're going to jump from tree to tree. You know, they're not just typically, they're not just going to tee up and be like, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> You know, so you're going to be gonna give you the good broad side. No, <laughs> typically not. <laughs> typically not. So they're going to be, you know, laying on limbs, you know, running across the forest, you know, on the, the bottom of it. You're going to see all kinds of different stuff. I don't know how so else to put it. So what's going to be, it. I guess, like the responsible shots that you might take? Um, first and foremost, make sure wherever you're shooting that you have a safe backdrop that you're not shooting towards houses, you're not shooting towards vehicles, you're not shooting towards another hunter. Make mm -hmm. sure that you have your hunter orange on um, and just be responsible. You know, make sure you have a good backdrop when you're shooting. Okay. Um, that's why lower calibers are good because they don't carry as far. So that way there's less risk of anything happening. It's sure. a much safer way to be. And as conservationists, as hunters, women and men, we got to be responsible and, and show everybody out there that guns aren't a bad thing. Yeah. It, it's how, it's how you act with a gun in your hand. You know, it's the person behind the gun. Definitely. So even with a 22, am I going to be taking potentially like that shot of the squirrel up in the tree? Yeah. Then? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. I get nervous about it carrying and stuff. Like even if I know that it is going to be decent, you know, you're still yeah. kind of shooting up in the air. Um, you know, so I always like to be kind of mindful of that. So that would be a, a typical shot that someone's taking. Is it a is a typical shot, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, but you know, if you don't feel comfortable and, and you know, it's just wide open and there is a chance that it could carry and it could harm someone or something, then that's not a shot that you're going to take. Yeah. Yep. First and foremost, safety. Yep. Always. Um, other typical shot, right? So if they're running along the ground, mm -hmm. um, maybe if you, your shotgun is that like typical people are trying to shotgun shoot them out running on the ground. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And first and foremost, make sure that you don't have a fellow hunter, you know, look for that orange, make sure that everybody's safe and then yeah, take that shot. And that's where a 410 20 gauge comes in real handy. Okay. Fantastic. And you, I guess you kind of touched on it. So wearing hunters orange in the field. Yes. That's very important. Definitely. Very important. Definitely a big safety item. So, mm -hmm. um, Typically, um, are you just bumping squirrels wherever or am I looking for a specific spot? So as you come up into a woodlot, what you're going to have is squirrels are going to know that you're there and they're going to start running and they're going to start going up trees and they're going to go to the back side of the trees. Okay. So actually, um, a couple of my buddies will probably be a little irritated. I'm giving all this away just for the competition, but I think it's important because <laughs> I want to get people involved. I don't care who wins the squirrel competition. Let's, let's be serious. Um, I want people there. I want to make new friends. Yeah. You want to make new friends. We want to build community. Exactly. So what I'll do with my buddies is we'll actually send a guy ahead and then we'll have people come up behind. And then sometimes them squirrels, as you come up through there, them squirrels will come around behind the tree because they're the, the first guy walking. They don't want to be seen. Mm. 
and then the guy coming up slow behind will actually see him. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I like to go this time of year. Um, if we just had a cornfield that was harvested, they're going to be where food sources are. Mm-hmm. So some guys will be like, well, you know, when I hunt here, I see them all the time. That isn't necessarily where they're going to be, right? Yeah. They're going to be where there's food. And right now, a freshly harvested cornfield or even a standing cornfield next to, uh, you know, in an adjacent, especially where there's white oaks, okay. them squirrels are going to be there because they're going to be going down, sneaking some food, getting back up. You know, they're yeah. storing, staying active for the winter. Um, I don't urge anybody to go through the woods and start shooting nests and different things. They just ain't. Yeah. You, they just... Yeah. You need to know what you're shooting at, and you need to understand that that's a squirrel you're shooting at and that you're shooting in a safe direction. Definitely. So just calm, careful, just paying attention. Um, if you see a ton of squirrels in a certain spot and you're next to a good food source, maybe sit down for 10 or 15 minutes and just give yeah. it a second and just pay attention to your surroundings and really watch the canopy. Maybe one, if you're with a partner, someone watch the canopy, someone watch the, you know, the floor where the trees and just, you'll catch movement and then quietly move to that area and then try to harvest that squirrel. Okay. I like that approach. Yeah. That's fun. Are you, so you're typically, are you look, and again, I've never really paid attention when I'm out in the woods, right? Yeah. I see squirrels and stuff and I'm not like yeah. thinking about going out there. So this is all new to me. Um, is it typically like where you see one squirrel and then you like go stalk that squirrel? Or is it like, you know, potentially like you're just like whatever pops out, you know? I mean, it's a little bit of both to be honest with okay. you. So I used to go for walks with my grandpa and we would just kind of whatever we come across, you know, whether it be a grouse that we flushed or we seen a squirrel, then we would target that specific squirrel or... Sometimes we walking along, a grouse would flush, and a couple minutes later we see a squirrel, and then we target and go after that squirrel, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, when you're out there squirrel hunting, too, if I'm getting a little off base here, but <laughs> if you see a rabbit, you know, shoot a rabbit while you're out there and enjoy yourself. Yeah. But as far as squirrels, target them when you're walking along. If you see one and you get that opportunity, all of a sudden, boom, you surprise him, he surprises you, you know, that's a time you could harvest a squirrel as well. Okay, fantastic. So I'm doing a little bit of stocking, a little bit of bumping. Yeah, okay. for sure. A little bit of jumping. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and of course, you'll have your snacks. We yes. know that. So you might be snacking and shooting. Who knows? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, anything else that I'm thinking I might need in my gear bag? I know I'm going to have Hunter's Orange. I'm going to have um, whatever weapon I'm deciding to choose, maybe a 20 gauge, a 22. I'm going to have ammo for that. Mm -hmm. um of small shot size anything else i might need um you could have you know you or your partner maybe have a little small back backpack and you know not to be funny but you know maybe have a couple little snacks in there depending on how far of a walk you're taking yeah. maybe um an extra couple little heat packs if it's really cold you know just kind of understand the elements and what you're getting into and what's going on yeah what about something to throw the squirrels in um different types of uh, game bags you can purchase, Okay. you know, that have a place for a pheasant or a rabbit or a squirrel, okay. you know, there's game pouches that actually you can wear that okay. have hunter orange. So like my pheasant vest would. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people, you know, I wear my, I'll be wearing my pheasant vest on the 20th Okay. that I typically go shoot pheasants with. I'll be wearing that. And then I'll just be putting squirrels in that. Okay. Um, some people, I've seen guys take backpacks and throw them in an old backpack. Um, you know, 
just as long as you're being responsible and anything that you you harvest you know you retrieve yeah and and you if you're not going to clean it you know find somebody that will you know just be responsible yeah i always like to ask about it because i remember um I don't know if I was watching something or just talking to a butt or whatever, but they'd went rabbit hunting Mm -hmm. and it was warmer out and they were just throwing them in their backpack. And they said by the end of the day, they're all heebie-jeebied up because they had like fleas or something on them that were coming off. And I was like, oh my God, I totally never thought about it. So I kind of like to try and ask, but typical people are doing um just be like a little bit mindful of that i mm-hmm. guess and i don't know this time of year i don't worry about that a whole lot and okay. i haven't personally saw that in the winter i guess it's a possibility yeah. and, and something that you want to think about if that's an issue for you but i just throw them in a game pouch and okay. roll to so be honest with you and when i get back the to best. the truck go ahead take them and, and i actually have typically a tote or something we put stuff in in the back of the truck okay. if we're using a truck yeah you know Okay. No, good to be thinking of. Yeah. Um, cause I drive a Jeep and so my Jeep is kind of like all open air yeah. to whatever I've got in the back in the truck. Yeah, take, a up, coo- take a cooler, you know? yeah. grab your Yeti grizzly, whatever type of cooler it is. We're not trying to plug anybody. Yeah. Um, grab a cooler where you can throw, throw it in there. there and then it's isolated and you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, no, that's a real good idea. Cause not that necessarily for the squirrels, but I'm like, Oh, I don't know about fleas, but I remember one day I was driving in my Jeep and I damn near swerved off the road. Cause I had a tick all of a sudden go crawling across the dashboard. And I about had a stroke. <laughs> like, Oh my God. I was like, I think just my dogs get in the back of the Jeep too, right? And it's all open to me. And so I think they must have tracked one in. And so now I'm like, all right, I got to think about what I'm putting in this Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, if I can be a little bit, help myself out a little bit in the long run, you know, once they get into my 75, 80 degree Jeep, you know, I'm cranking the heat. Those, you know, if there's fleas, they might come back to try and meet me. When I used to do them waterfowl hunts, um, I had a guy that showed up. I'm not going to say any names, but I had a guy that would come and hunt with me and he had an Escalade. And he had a whole process to put, you know, heavy, the heavy duty black garbage bags at the end of the hunts when it's muddy and everything. He would take and put everything in them black garbage bags and then put it in the back of his Escalade. He didn't have to worry about being dirty. Um, You know, he was a business professional and had clients and different things and he couldn't risk any of them issues. Right. So he just put everything in a heavy duty black garbage bag. And then when he got home, he went ahead and addressed it at his you know, his leisure because okay. sometimes he had to go straight to the office. Right. Right. So he'd actually just tie that up and be done. Cool. I like that style. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll definitely either have contractor bag or a cooler <laughs> in the back of the Jeep. Or a combination of both. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Any, any other gear that someone, you know, might want or need? I'm sure I'm missing something, but maybe a, a thick pad to sit on. If you plan on sitting for more than five, 10, 15 minutes waiting yeah. on squirrels, um, you could, some people might sit in a blind where they typically, like I said before, you see them when you're out deer hunting. Maybe you want to go sit in your blind and try, you know, yeah. I don't think it's the best way, but if that's what you're doing, maybe you got a butter heater in your blind. It all depends on the experience that you're looking to have. Yeah. Just the fact that you're out there making new friends or maintaining existing friends and relationships. That's all that matters. Yeah. We just want you in the outdoors. <laughs> oh so, yeah. So I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but that'll get you started. Okay. Fantastic. Well, I'm excited. Uh, Mike, have you ever eaten squirrel before? Oh, absolutely. What's it? Give us a little bit of an idea of what's it tastes like. It tastes awesome. Um, a lot of guys will say, you know, it tastes like chicken. Not, I mean, it has a similar texture. Um, you know. Have you, you ever know, had it where it was profoundly gamey? 
No. Okay, cool. No. So um, for a beginner, right, going yeah. out and trying at mm -hmm. a, on hunting, you know, you can try and pursue a squirrel, maybe a little with a little bit more confidence than a deer or something yeah. else. Um, you know, and then based on I'm your experience, it might not be the hardest oh. thing to cook up with the fear of gaminess or whatever in it. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I love, I love my Francis down in Kentucky and I'm down there, I'm squirrel hunting and, um, we're always cleaning squirrels and we get a whole pile of squirrels and we usually have like a squirrel stew or we have some type of fried squirrel or something by the oh, end of cool. the week. And I believe the way that he does it, cause he always spoils me and makes it for me, but, um, he'll boil it, he'll soak it in buttermilk. Um, he'll soak it in buttermilk and then he'll actually boil it until mm -hmm. it like falls off the bone and then make either like a soup or fry it. I mean, there's, oh, wow. there's some awesome recipes online. If you just get online and look nowadays, you can find stuff. Heck yeah. It tastes really good. Just make sure if you're using a shotgun, we use 22s. Um, I personally use a 22 when I'm hunting, so I don't have to worry about it. But if you're using a 410 or a 20 gauge, just make sure you're not biting down on shot. You know, you don't hurt your tooth. Yeah. Definitely. So. Well, I'm ex I told some of the girls in my office that I work with, I was like, if you guys come and participate, what I'll do is we'll clean them all there. Right. Awesome. But I'm going to take them in the office. We've got a, a break room kitchen. And yeah. I was like, I'll make everybody lunch on Monday after the squirrel hunt with squirrel because I'm awesome. a confident wild game you know, yeah. chef. So I'm like, I'll make sure to find a recipe that's relatively user friendly and, you know, kind of foolproof. And I'll make everybody a squirrel lunch. That'd be so, great. Yeah. If you, if you're somebody who's got the, you know, the knowledge and the, the know-how definitely consider taking people out. I've had a ton of people from that, you know, that I work with from my office that once they heard about the squirrel hunt, they're like, I've never done any other hunting, but I feel like this is, this could be my entry point. So, and I know a lot of people who are, you know, getting involved in hunting want to have that field to table experience. Yeah. So, you know, make sure it doesn't just end with you guys, you know, loading up squirrels in the back of the, you know, Jeep or truck or whatever, uh, help them, you know, see that through so that they can really enjoy that and help it, you know, become part of their lifestyle and enjoy it and share it with friends and family. Um, I know that we're going to, have probably more than enough food to share if yeah. I do make it Monday after uh, at my office. And even if people didn't participate, I definitely, you know, offer it up to share with everybody because, you know, why not give it a whirl? Yeah, it'll be great. It's going to be absolutely awesome. We got a squirrel hunt coming January 20th. Hunting Truth Podcast is sponsoring it. We're building community. We're going to get some people involved and we're going to have a great time. Once again, I'm Mike D and this is Carly B and we really truly appreciate you watching. Thank you.